Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another weekly planner call. As I promised three weeks ago, I'm changing a little bit the format, not only to talk about how you can increase or how you can plan your, your week for maximum productivity and efficiency. Also, I want to answer some questions. So right here uh, in the chat, in the chat right here, you can ask first, good morning, and then ask any questions. I have a few questions uh, that some of you already asked, and I'm going to answer them right now. So I'm going to get started right away. I'm going to share my screen right here, uh, the entire screen, and let's begin. All right, so let's see. The first question that I have, as you can see in the screen, uh, comes, from, comes from somebody who is not in coaching with us, but that's fine. Please send us as many questions as you can. It'd be great for our forum. It will, it will be great for our community. So the first question is, what content should I send to my database and how often? Very, very, very good. So let's start with the content. What type of? What type of content? Number one, every single week, we need to make sure that we send the following. Please write this down. If you are not driving right now, for those of you who might be driving, there are six things that we need to send in a weekly basis, all right, in one email. Number one, remember, you need to focus in an area. You need to become the celebrity in that area. You need to become the expert. So every week, you need to send to your database in that area. Number one, the number of properties for sale. Number two, the average price of those properties. Number three, the average price per square foot. Number four, the highest property for sale. Number five, the lowest property for sale. For sale. And number six, the average, uh, uh, the days on the market. So you have this for these six things and also you should include in that same email report the weekly email report the same information for the properties that sold within the last six months you need to keep informing your clients about the market the way when you do that you become the expert of choice remember that it's all about frequency and consistency as we use as, as we say all the time you are not in the business of real estate you are not in the business of customer service you're not in the people business you are in the marketing business most people think that when they have the real estate license they are real estate agents when in fact what they are is secret agents most people don't know who they are not even their neighbors they drive away from their home and they see all these for sale signs and none of them are them theirs and it's not many times it's not because they don't know uh, uh, uh real estate that they don't know the market they don't know how to make a presentation they don't know how to sell a property it's that they are not doing the proper marketing if you had any other type of brick and mortar business if you had a store if you had a product to sell you first needed to advertise it's the same thing in real estate all right so again you need to stay relevant and you need to stay in front of your clients with enough frequency and consistency that they start recognizing you as the expert on your in your field 
all right and the best way to do that is to at least and i'm not i'm not saying it's the only way there are many ways and you should use many of them but at least get started with your email marketing campaign which should go out every single week with a weekly report and then if you're using our system our email marketing system on our website then the website and the email marketing system will send them another email so minimum minimum you should be sending two emails per week one that is automated and one that you create in terms of the market statistics so very good so here i answer also the second question which is the databases how often do i send them again minimum once a week ideally two per week register for the emails of the top top agents in your area and you will see the top 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 agents send one email per day one email per day i'm not saying that you have to do so i'm not saying that that's the only way but again what i'm saying is that you need to have the frequency and consistency and sending one email per month is not enough also the type of content which was the question it has to be relevant it can only be about your listing about what you sold you need not only to give them information about what you've done but more important information about the market and how to go about buying or selling real estate very 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 important question the next question is i'm new in the industry what is the first thing that i should do this is a question from, from martha and then i took the other three questions from the forum which relate to this specific question i'm new in the industry what is the first thing i should do the first thing you should do martha it's get the specialized knowledge but before you get the specialized knowledge you need to find out exactly who your target audience is going to be all right so very 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 important all right you need to focus it that the first thing you're going to do is you're going to focus on your list again you need to focus on your list and you're going to see in the following questions is that well a lot of people say i have a list but it's very small or even if it is large most of those people are not qualified to buy or sell. I got that. And most people start that way. All right. So make sure that the first thing is that you develop a list of contacts on Facebook, on your phone, uh, relatives, friends. You need to have that list. Then after that, step number two is to develop a plan. You need to develop a short time plan for the next 30 and 90 days actually you develop the 90-day plan and from that 90-day plan which is what we do here in coaching then you break it up in three parts of 90 days why very very important having a plan reduces mistakes very 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 important not only reduces mistake but number two it saves you a lot a lot of time because now you know what to do you are not wandering through the day which takes me to the third point which is when you have a plan it gives you focus to do one specific time which takes me to the fourth point which is it forces you to confront procrastinating it forces you to confront not doing anything all right it forces you to confront the lack of activity the lack of action most agents when they're getting started start with 
All right. So again, it is very important that you develop a plan. It will reduce your mistakes. It will save you a lot, a lot, a lot of time. It will provide the focus you need to go ahead and produce in this business. It will force you to, to face the lack of action and understand that plans for everybody, including for those of us who've been in the business for 15, 18, 20 years, plans are not perfect. Perfect. Plans are your guides, and, and sometimes executing on reaching the goal on the plan sometimes is not even the most important thing. So please, please pay, pay very, very, very close attention. Having the perfect plan is almost impossible to have. But the most important thing about having a plan is that it provides me with feedback. Again, the most important thing about a plan is not if it is right or wrong. It is not if it is the right plan or the wrong plan. It's about providing the feedback. When I have a plan, when I know what to do, whether it is the right or wrong thing to do, it's giving me the feedback. Now I see that what I'm doing right now with this plan is not working. So it means that I have to change. But if I don't have a plan, then I'm not getting any feedback. I'm just doing a lot of random things, right? And I'm, and I'm not getting traction. So again, the most important thing about a plan is not whether it's uh, right or wrong. The most important thing about a plan is that it's giving me feedback so I can correct the course of action if I'm not getting the results that I want. So if you're getting started in the business, the first thing you need to do is to set up a list. Ideally, 250 people or more, whether they are qualified to buy or sell, whether they are whether or not they are qualified to buy or sell. Very, very, very important. And then you need to make a 90-day plan and break it in three parts of 30 days each. All right. So um, this is another question. This is directly from the forum. I am having problems with my project 250, and that's what I left left it for last. I came from Ecuador, and all my friends are 20s and do not have any interest on buying. I do not know more than six people in Miami. This person came from Ecuador, and I could complete my list within 250 people, but everyone is too young and do not have the resources to buy or sell. All right, this is very, very common in our, in in our industry, especially for young people, all right? Again, we want to be in front of as many people as possible, and many of those people cannot afford to buy or sell, but they know other people. Also, once you have your target audience, once you understand the people you want to target, then you can create a paid marketing campaign that is going to allow you to get to those people. You've seen our Facebook ads. You've seen the type of leads we generate. We didn't know those people. We didn't have their name. We didn't have their phone number or their email, but by creating the right content for those people, we are able to generate a lot of leads very, very, very fast. All right, I'm gonna show you, uh, I'm gonna stop sharing right here because I wanna show you something very important, all right? Very, very important in the in uh, one of our lead generation campaigns. So you can see it here, and I'm going to show you that I, we do not know those people but we chose a market and by understanding that market, we can offer them things of value. And in exchange, they will give us their email, their phone number, and of course, their name. So don't worry if you don't have a large list. Worry about what? 
about understanding or pinpointing the right audience, all right? The people you want to get to, all right? So let me show you right here, this campaign, uh, active right here, here we go. I'm going to put last 30 days. So you can see, for example, this one in the last 30 days. Let me share the screen with you so you can see it right here. Share screen. So here we go. All right, so as you can see right here, in the last 30 days from July 28th to August 26th, all right, this is one of our campaigns. Now, it is at $1.43 per lead. We don't know any of those people. And let me real quick download that list so you can see how many people, all right, right here, so you can see how many people Oops, right here, I have their phone number, I have their email, I have their name. By the way, it says false here. As you can see, it says because it's not organic. False, that is organic. I had to pay for it. And how much did I have to pay for it? In this case, it was $1.43. So again, don't worry if you don't have enough people. As a matter of fact, most of us, it doesn't really matter how big your business is, you always want new people. So you're always going to face that quote-unquote problem. I don't like to call it problem. It's it's a challenge, right? So how do you get more people by targeting a specific area, specific number of a specific segment segment of your community of your of the population, and then giving them the right value, the right content all right so very very good again and if you have questions i'll answer those questions for you so you can start uh typing and i'll definitely spend a few minutes answering those questions for you so let's go back to the questions that i have from before and then i'm gonna go to the next one i have a question regarding again the project to 50 for those of you who are not in our coaching program one of the first activities we ask our agents the agents are rolling coaching to do it's to again do the project 250 it's to write the name phone number and email of at least 250 people that they know some of them are very very close to them and some of them they just have their contact information so you need that to get started all right to start putting traction in your business. So here it goes. I have a question regarding the project 250. The individuals that I put on this list must have a property to sell or can be my past clients that don't own property yet. Because I do not know 250 people that have a property to sell in my database. Very, very good. Again, the project 250 is just about the people that you know. And by experience, I know that most of the people in that list or many of the people in that list won't buy or sell in the near future but if you keep sending them relevant content if you do the proper marketing with enough frequency and consistency those people will recognize you as an expert so for those of you who won't buy or sell they will for most of them the majority they will refer you people okay again this is constant marketing delivering value to your database. This is a long-term process. This doesn't happen overnight, but you need to do it and start doing it today. So the final that I'll, I'll answer today from the, from the ones that they sent me on the forum, it's what is the ideal rental turnover ratio 
in an area. So I answer this one. And remember that we do not focus on rentals. All right. Again, at the end of the day, and please pay very, very close attention to what I'm about to say, because this is this is key for your long-term success in this business. Key to your long-term success. All right. So let me go right here. Let me stop sharing the uh, the screen. Very good. So please pay very, very close attention. And I know I have uh, some questions here from Claudia, from, from Carlos. All right. So here we go. Regarding your, let's see right here. Yes, your your list. All right. So this agent, agent of course, is, is, is new. It's trying to identify the rental ratio in her area. Because we say, as for those of you who are in coaching, that you need to identify an area with at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months, ideally in an area of 2,000 properties in total. Again, I'll repeat it again. For those of you who hear the concept before, it's very simple to understand. But the first time people hear it, they don't get quite get it yet, all right? So again, for the long-term success and stability of your business, you need to start today. You need to start today developing your listing business. Don't forget about buyers. And if you're getting started and you want to work with renters, that's okay. If you're brand new, you will learn how a building or a community looks, what 1,200 square feet look like. You will understand the different layouts, floor plans of different buildings or, or properties in your area. That's fine. But remember that with rentals, we won't make any money. And with buyers, we will, we will make money, but it's not... It's not something that is stable every every month, at least for most agents. Where we are able to control the inventory, leverage our marketing, establish our presence in the presence in the industry is when we start getting listings. But of course, listings are a little bit more difficult to get. Why? Because you need marketing skills, you need the sales skills on how to make a presentation, how to handle objections, how to close, right? And remember that since sellers are the ones paying the commissions, they are very careful of who they give their listing to. When you're working with a buyer, yes, the buyer will hire their cousin, their nephew, right? A family friend or a family or a friend. But when they're selling their property, they're looking for the highest or most qualified person. So why am I going back so much? Well, because again, we don't want to do the research for the rental ratio, know how many properties rented in a single and a specific area. Why? Because in since we're doing that, it means that we're going to focus on that area, but we don't want to focus on rentals. Because by the time I invest the money in advertisement, by the time that I invest my time in showing rentals, the profit is lost, is gone. All right. So if you have the need to do rentals right now because you want to develop your knowledge and you want a little bit of cash flow in your business, that's okay. But you want to start building your listing business today so eventually you can start doing rentals. I don't want you to focus on rentals. There is no money in rentals, right? So I want you to start moving to buyers who will eventually be your sellers. And then after you've been in this business, ideally for a year and a half to two years, three years, then you're only working with sellers and very, very few qualified buyers. 
That's the idea. If you want to build a long lasting business, focus on sellers or investors. But before that, I understand that you might have to do some rentals to understand your community so you can give more value to your future buyers, all right? And then move into investors or sellers, all right? So let's see. I have uh, only a uh, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Carlos, definition of an area. The course says an area of 2,000 units with 90 sales. On the other hand, you take about two to three zip codes, co zip codes which has more than 20,000. Which one is it? Very good question, Carlos. Very, very good question. So I'm going to paraphrase what Carlos is asking. In the course, on the, uh, on the, on the program, I say, Pick an area with 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Ideally, again, ideally an area of 2,000 properties or fewer, all right? Because if 90 properties sold, but there is 20,000 properties in that area, then your cost of advertising, it's going to be too high. Now, if you're not doing postcards, then it's a different issue. If you're doing only online advertising, for example, Carlos, Facebook, Pick two or three zip codes so you can get to more people. Your cost of advertising is going to be very low and your chances to get more listings is going to be higher. So both answers are correct. If you're doing postcards, make sure you stay within a very, very small area, 2,000 properties, 80 to 90 properties sold. But if you're doing online advertising, like for example, Facebook, you can and you should expand to two to three different zip codes. Very, very, very good question, that one, all right? So Michael says right here, how much should I invest on a Facebook advertising? Advertising campaign, it should be. All right, so Michael, on Facebook advertising, what we recommend, so number one, please write this down. If you haven't gotten to the course and when we talk about in, uh, in, uh, in coaching, in, in the Facebook uh, set, section. There is only one, only one campaign that allows you to obtain their email phone number and ad, uh, email phone number and name, which is called, please write it down, is the lead generation campaign, lead generation campaign. So that's the one you want to focus on. But if you're a beginner, setting those campaigns, you should not invest more than 40 to $50 per week. And you should give it at least two months and change it, tweak it, review it every seven days. Why? Even if you have $200 per week to invest, I want you to feel comfortable by understanding how to handle the leads that you are going to generate through this campaign. As you saw, let me see, let me, share my uh, campaign again right here. Let me share this campaign, your entire screen. I think I'm sharing it right now. So I'm gonna go right now to Facebook. So in the last 30 days, as you can see right here, in the last 30 days, I generated 270 leads, all right? Only with an investment of $486. The cost per lead was 143. So why am I saying that? Well, it's very important that even if you have the money to invest more than that, you feel comfortable by being able and have the system that allows you to convert 
those leads into clients. All right, Michael? So very, very, very important that we, that we do that. Every single time you start a marketing campaign in any platform, it's not about how many leads you're going to generate. It's about understanding the platform and getting the feedback on what's working and what's not. And you should give yourself at least two to three months to under, to fully understand exactly the analytics, all right? It won't happen overnight. You need enough data to make the right assumptions, all right? So with that, guys, I'm leaving. I had, okay, right here, real, real quick, Marianne, one more. What is the meaning when you are running an ad in Facebook for seven days and you get a message in day three saying, you have all more reach, your spending limit for your account. Once you reach your limit, your ad will stop running. Change limit. Do I need to change the amount and put it and put it in lifetime campaign? Okay, very, very important. All right. So what Facebook is telling you is that it has shown your ad, your campaign to enough people, all right, that it has already charged you pretty much all the money that you put you put a limit usually when we're usually you know when we're doing a campaign on facebook you have two limits a daily limit or lifetime limit or you can leave it open all right my recommendation is always to put a set amount for example seven days fifty dollars lifetime meaning if it gets to fifty dollars in day one that is it of course before the campaign runs out of money i can go and change it to 70. but before you change it to 70 to 100 before you increase the amount you want to make sure that you understand the analytics it's just not to put more money into it is it actually working are you getting enough leads are those leads good quality and if they are then you keep increasing this guys is your business i wish you guys were into the uh product business into the retail merchandise business this is these are the numbers we analyze i mean if you were in the retail business this is what you would be analyzing every day what type of advertising is working what's not what are the best keywords if you're doing online advertising if you're going doing google adwords understanding these allows you to increase the number of leads and reduce the price the cost per lead Berlin, what's called the a cost right the advertising cost so very very important guys that you understand this process all right so one last because we're three minutes away asia says please summarize again five points you explain in focusing in the area all right so very important when i focus in an area 80 to 90 properties sold within 2000 properties that is that if it's going if I'm going to do printing advertising, as he's asking, please summarize again five points you explain in your focus area. So, number one, before I go there, if I'm going to focus on an area, it has to be an area within a five-mile radio or of where I live or where I work, ideally where I live. All right? Why? Because by default, I live in Coral Gables. My office is in Coral Gables. My kids go to school in Coral Gables. My family-in-law lives in Coral Gables. When I go out on the boat, it's in Coral Gables. When I play tennis, it's in the Coral Gables tennis uh, centers. When I play golf, it's in the Granada or Billmore, Billmore golf course. It's all around Coral Gables. If I decided to become a listing agent and I do it here in the Gables, in order for anybody to compete with me, they need to leave the work, Mariam. 
they need to live in Coral Gables because by default, I understand what's happening here, all right? So it's going to be around my area. Even if I think that, that I want to focus in a more luxurious area, it's very difficult that that's going to happen, all right? People won't see me eye to eye, all right? So I need to focus in an area around where I live, where they were sold at least 80 to 90 properties within the last 12 months. And ideally should be no more than 2000 properties if I'm going to do printed advertising, like newspapers, postcards, magazines, right? But if I'm only going to do online advertising, then I can span my area a little bit more from where I live, got it, all right? Because it's going to be much more cheaper and I'm going to get a broader audience within still my community. So that's the idea. So I hope that answers your question. I'm running uh, late right now. Thank you, Marianne, Asia, Liliana, Pedro, Francisco, Salvador, Carlos, Claudia, Susan, Le Luz. Nice to see you here again. Miguel, Marco, Eugenio. Nice to every. Thank you very much for to everybody. Make sure you write your questions. Send them to me to Orlando. Send your questions to Orlando at MontielOrganization.com. And I'll be more than glad to answer them for you. All right. We'll meet that again next or next Monday. It's Labor Day. So next Monday, there is no call. Everybody's going to be or most people are going to be on vacation. So I'll talk to you in two weeks for the people that are not in coaching. For the people that are in coaching, I will see you this week. Until next time, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Very good questions. Mm -hmm.